What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dabao Podcast. Jada here. In this series, we bring Malaysians all around the world to you. We will have a glimpse of how life is at their side of the world. I went to the company straight away. <laughs> oh wow! You just go banging on their door. <laughs> yeah, because you never, you never know you might meet. Yeah, you never know you might meet the right person. What's up, guys? It's Monday, which means that we are back with another new episode. Quick update: There are a few states in Malaysia that are now in another round of conditional movement control order. If you are one of the fortunate ones where you have the freedom to choose where you shop. Do support our local hawkers and SMEs to help them stay afloat during the pandemic. I would still very much hope that my favorite laksa and takwaitiao store will be standing strong amidst the pandemic. I believe that many of us have the experience in joining at least one marathon or merentas desa, aka cross country, during our secondary school days. But have you ever wondered how it is to run upwards instead? With us on this episode, we have a Malaysia represent that has run many different buildings, including the most romantic tower in the world, the Eiffel Tower. Let's welcome Wai Ching to the Tapa Podcast. Hi, Wai Ching. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jada. Thanks for inviting me to this Tapa Podcast. It is my pleasure to be here. I am a professional tower runner, currently twenty six years old, a sports science degree holder from University of Malaya, and now a full time athlete. Oh, did you spend your day training again? Uh, yes. And other than being a full time <laughs> athlete, I'm also a founder and president for Malaysia Tower Running Association. So Wai Ching is working on something really interesting. So he's on the set to gain his spot as the world's first tower runner, number one, and to yeah. keep his name and Malaysia's flag in the Guinness World Records. Yeah. Share with us. Um, running up a building um, by using the staircase uh, in an hour mm-hmm. time. And you have to reach the height of one point two two seven kilometer, which is equivalent oh. to about three hundred and seventy five floor. I will be doing it at a Four Seasons Hotel, uh, mm-hmm. on the eighteenth of November. So, guys, stay tuned to Whiting's page, and of course, we will share the details with you towards the end. But like, how did you first start your tower running journey? Uh, actually, back in. Two o one seven. My friend invited me to take part on this uh, KL Tower International Tower Town Challenge. Wow! So yeah. I did you beat your friend, ah? <laughs> yeah. So it's an invitation game. Uh, by my friend. My friend <laughs> want to challenge me on that. Uh, we both are runners. So uh, oh. he's a Scottish. He knew that he is very very strong in the staircase, and I am a newbie there. So mm-hmm. because he lost to me on all the ten km run. So he wants to challenge ah. me for that. So I accepted his his challenge like one month before the event. So mm-hmm. uh, the one who lose on that tower run gonna wear a pink color skirt on their next event. For real? Uh, yeah, for real. It? In the end, he he did hey, it. <laughs> he he wear the pink color tutu. So it's like he ran the standard oh chartered God. half marathon, but he won it. He won the champion position. You tried tried running before lah. So what are the differences between the both actually? Running on the road is actually uh much easier compared to running upstairs because oh, road is a nature movement for a human being. Our biomechanical structure are actually meant for endurance running. It's like to mm. hunt the food, hunt the animal. So if you can trace back the history of human, 
So uh, we are much better running flat uh, without any training. But mm. running upstairs is a different thing. Um, it's, a, it's a modern sport, I would say. Walking up the stairs uh, for mm-hmm. 10 minutes is equivalent to walking on a park, like on a flat horizontal place. Uh, that's equivalent to 20 minutes of the, in terms of its calories burned. Really? Uh, double yeah. up? Eh? So double to oh, triple wow. actually. Depends on how fast mm. you walk up the staircase. But you have to walk up step by step to maximize the effort. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, like why do you like actually prefer tower running over the other types of like Okay, running on runs. the road. Okay, so mm. be the greatest of all time in certain things. I'm a competitive person. So I always fight hard to be the best of the best. So running on the road for in Malaysia, Malaysia is a hot and humid country. Because we are actually very depend on the weather. If the weather is cool, we can run much faster. So mm-hmm. therefore, uh, our our long distance running in Malaysia cannot go far unless you have to train overseas. I want to become an Olympian in the future. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but then uh, because of this, um, I knew that it is very very difficult because I have to train overseas in order to reach that. Mm-hmm. Therefore. Okay. I choose tower running. I see myself uh, have a really, really big potential to be someone mm-hmm. else in the stairs. I knew that I can apply what I have learned from University of Malaya, from the sports science degree that I learned and ap- apply all this knowledge into that. Then I can be someone else. If we were to take one step back, right? If you uh-huh. train for like track running as hard as tower running, uh-huh. like do you think you'll be able to achieve the same results for uh... track running? Uh, I can actually represent Malaysia up to oh, perhaps wow. perhaps Sea Games. When you just get into the tower running thing, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't a very big thing in Malaysia. Like, was it scary that you were venturing into an unknown territory, or you were very clear that okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be the best in Malaysia. Yeah, I mean, I have an expectation actually before like a day before the KL Tower back KL Tower Town back in two o one seven, I went mm-hmm. and Google about this spot. Then I discovered <laughs> that, oh, there's a lot of event overseas. So then mm. I told myself, if tomorrow like, I won some cash prizes from the event, then I will try to fund myself using that prize money and to travel and see how far I can go. That's how it start my journey. Wow, onwards and upwards, Wai Ching. Yeah. Are tower running competitions more expensive like than normal marathons? Actually, much more cheaper. Oh really? That came by surprise. The Taipei 101, the charges is about hundred twenty ringgit Malaysia, which is about uh, which is about maybe thirty twenty thirty thirty dollar thirty US dollar. But if you compare to the World Major Marathon, the registration fees is actually much higher. It can be mm-hmm. up to four five hundred. How do you fund all your competitions actually? Like oh. in the beginning until now, of course. So uh, in the beginning, uh, because mm-hmm. I am a nobody in the tower running sport, <laughs> I use my own money first from the very beginning. I managed to get mm. some small, uh, get some, some small funding from a company. They, they actually sponsor me. I have my own athlete profile. I wrote everything mm-hmm. by myself and I sent to uh, so, many, so many companies to ask for support. So in the end, I managed to get a 5,000 ringgit from uh, Felcra. Uh, then mm. they sponsored me for that. So I managed to cover a few races. Yeah. How about now? Like, of course, not oh, during this pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, now it's much different. 2019, I got a much bigger sponsorship. Uh, mm-hmm. I got myself up to about 40,000 a year. So to, to fund mm-hmm. the travel expenses, 
uh, although wow. it, it is still not enough because I fly mm-hmm. quite a lot. Like actually last year, 2019, that's my, I mean, that's the most. I, fl- I flew 54 times in a year. Yeah. Mm, one thing that I learned from the conversation that we had just now is that I always thought that, okay, athletes just have to focus on training, right? But then you told me that you actually put yourself out there. You approach someone to ask yeah. whether they would like to sponsor you. Yeah. So that's, that's something new for me. Yeah, it's actually not easy. Uh, I I wrote to like more than 100 companies. Uh, I sent mm-hmm. the email to everyone because I got nothing to lose. So I just sent. And sometimes I got rejected. Sometimes I got no reply. Sometimes I got that, uh, mm-hmm. like they want to meet me in person to interview me. When I got the chance to get interviewed by them, I always secure the mm-hmm. sponsorship because I'm actually quite strong in convincing people. Uh, so therefore, I managed to get some sponsorship in the end. So I'm really, really grateful that they support me. Okay, the big sponsor uh, for me, myself, is actually mm-hmm. Tanaga National Brahat. They are the wow. electricity company, I mean, in Malaysia. And also Green Echo Capital uh, is an investment company from London, owned by a Malaysian. And then Malaysia oh. Airlines as well. Must. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malaysia Airlines. That's also one of my dreams to get an airline to sponsor me as well. Black Row Malaysia as a, and also Boffin Malaysia as this uh, sports products company. So thanks to them funding me for all this travel and also living expenses as well. Yeah, big shout out to all your sponsors. Like yeah. You couldn't be flying to so many different countries and joining so many different you know, competitions and to put Malaysia's name out there. Yeah. Like when, when was the first time that a brand approached you oh, for sponsorship? It's actually mm-hmm. I approached them. <laughs> <laughs> for all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most of them, uh, actually, I'm the one approach them. To be oh honest, my God, you're so so courageous, eh? To be honest, uh, lots of my friends, uh, from mm-hmm. I mean those uh national athletes, they told me that ah, mm-hmm. if you should be, you should be stay low. Your achievement will show it everything. Then the sponsor will kind of look for you. But to me personally, I think that you must be the one actively look for sponsor mm. because my sport is not like football, badminton, where everybody knows about it to tell everyone about this sport, how good is this sport, and how far I can go. It's not a fair comparison at all because when you talk about, okay, like marathons, don't know it straight away, but yes. for like Power your running. competition, that tower running, right? Yeah. Like you need to create that awareness. So yes. close to you, look at how far you have achieved in just like three to four years time. I must be the, mm-hmm. the one to stand up first to tell so that my next generation of tower runners easier for them. Man. But what do you have to do in return? It depends on the sponsor company. It depends mm-hmm. on the company itself. So some mm-hmm. company, they want me to promote for their products. Some, they want me to actually do some social media posting to build the exposure. And mm-hmm. most of the sponsor, I will have their logos on my shirts so that uh. whenever I compete, their logo will be on, <laughs> on the stage. Like whenever I've got podium. Names will be there. Yeah, that's also one way. Like during the interview, I need to mention their name. Like for example, mm-hmm. during the podcast here, so to actually promote for them. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's actually, uh, for me, I, I'm a straightforward guy. I don't really like hide this and that. So some people, they are like, oh, I, I don't want to tell. That. Yeah, so that they, uh, you mm. might get their sponsorship, then they will lo- mm-hmm. lose it the next year. I really look up to you for that. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some sponsors like Malaysia Airlines, I actually went to their company, went to their HQ and give a talk 
So it's just a give the take between the both parties, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's actually mm-hmm. depend on the company. How did you actually connect to the right person? Like, okay. Oh. Like, is it through like LinkedIn or like, how did you do it? Yeah, actually Google. Thank, thanks to Google, I got, I managed to Google uh, to their website and then I, somehow I managed to look for the mm-hmm. right person and then I go to the LinkedIn and search. Uh, and also through my friends, like running friends, the running network mm. is actually very huge. Mm-hmm. So I knew who worked as what. Then I can talk to them. Hey, uh, do you know your company's a marketing director? Can you pass me their contact? So then I send the email to them. Went to the company's website and look for those uh, contact us. And then I just write in to whoever is there. Hopefully, wow. they will link me to the next person. And the third thing, the third way is that I... I mm-hmm. went to the company straight away <laughs> and go and say oh, hi. Wow. Not on their door. door. <laughs> yeah, because you never you never know you might meet Yeah, you never know you might meet the right person straight away and then you can schedule a meeting right away. Who knows? I, I like to try. Mm-hmm. I, I used to work as a promoter. <laughs> so when ten customers walk towards <laughs> me, then I will approach all ten. I believe one of them will buy my product. Therefore I approach mm-hmm. hundred companies, I believe there will be ten companies get back to me. <laughs> story from my end right so i told you that um actually one of my friend recommended you to me right so that person is actually my boyfriend Mm. so watching is like super spontaneous you know so i shoot out a dm to him like hey do you want to do this and then like i think in like a few hours or like 45 minutes then he was like "Ah, on so spontaneous (laughs) i'm I'm actually uh uh, whoever wants to ask me to give a talk to anyone, I'm actually mm-hmm. okay one. I'm if I'm free, then I will do it. If mm, it's last so, year, then mm. it will be a bit different because last year I traveled oh, quite yeah, frequently. Then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I will still I will still take some time to mm-hmm. to to actually share about this. Of all your tower running journey, right? What's mm. your proudest achievement so far? Eiffel mm. Tower run back uh two oh one eight back in two oh one eight. When I just started mm-hmm. my tower running journey, so that's the first year, uh, I managed to qualify as an elite. So they they have a limit of hundred twenty nine participants back in two oh one eight. Every year there mm-hmm. will be increment of one participants. Oh, just one. <laughs> uh, according to I mean, it's actually based on their anniversary. Mm, okay. Uh, so uh, they have been 129 anniversary. Then that year we have mm-hmm. hundred twenty nine participants. A lot of people actually register apply and then they have to ballot well uh, what, what, why do you think you were qualified that's so cool huh? yeah because i'm uh, like like i said i managed to get the best malaysia title in malaysia uh, ah, for the kl okay, tower okay. so i use that title mm. and also they mm-hmm. need uh four previous tower running races as a support as a reference so, uh, so that you're serious. Yeah. Uh, so okay. ngam ngam, I got mm. five at that time. So I can put the best <laughs> four in and then, hey, I got it. So happy. I'm the only Asian there, you know. So cool. Yeah, racing with all the Europeans. Like, I'm the only Asian. So it's like, wow, I'm mm. so proud. And also, uh, not, not just that. The proudest moment is mm-hmm. actually, because the, the event is actually live streamed on Eurosport channel, YouTube and Facebook. Live, Everywhere. live stream. Mm-hmm. Siblings, they all actually oh. they they woke up at like three four a.m. to watch me oh. running up the Eiffel Tower live. Is that their first time seeing you run? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most wow. of the races are indoor. The only outdoor mm. race is in Eiffel Tower. My parents wow. they got to watch me running up the stairs. So mm-hmm. and my friends, my supporters, they they are from Malaysia. They woke up early in the morning and they support me. So 
that's wow. the proudest moment. It's like, wow, I can't believe I actually <laughs> can can do it. Nah. How is your parents' uh, reaction towards you pursuing Tao running as your full-time career? Uh, I started running first uh, back in 2012, mm. uh, which is like... Uh, wow, eight my, years ago. Eight years ago, SPM, during my SPM time. I'm, so 2012, mm. uh, I think it was my Form 5 that time. So after SPM, I started running. Before that, I'm a Chinese chess player. Oh wow, <laughs> a very big difference. Uh. I represent my school for all these uh, international chess uh, uh, competition, like all these strategic games. Then, mm. uh, then after Form 5, nobody played with me. <laughs> so then I switched oh. to running. My sister brought me into running. And then mm-hmm. from, I'm a very competitive person, as I, as I told you. So then mm-hmm. I always want to see how far I can go. What is my maximum potential, maximum limit that I can go so far. So then I ran, I ran, I ran. In a year time, I managed to drop my 10k time from 55 minutes to, 40, to a sub 40 minutes. Wow, that's a very big, big jump. Yeah, margin, quite a lot of big eh? jump. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And then from that, I try running longer distance. I try the stairs mm-hmm. and try this and that. So then uh, I got injured one time back in 2014. But walking upstairs mm-hmm. is very safe because it's a low impact spot. Oh, really? Uh, I thought you hurt your like, like ankle. Oh, okay. So another myth to, to bust. So actually, uh, <laughs> walking upstairs, if you can imagine walking up the stairs, you lift your legs, you step on the stairs, step on the next step. The, the, the distance between your, your feet landing to the step is actually very small. Compared to mm. imagine when you're running on the road, you travel, you there's a face, you are both feet floating on the air. And then the way you land, you land on one leg, one feet. Oh, so that the one mm. leg is actually supporting the your pressure, whole body right? weight. The, the impact itself is actually up to three to four times of your body weight. But the more, even though you run, because the step is higher than you, so you're not mm-hmm. able to lift that high, like go up to four uh. steps one time or three steps mm-hmm, one time. The, the, the distance that you land on the step is actually much more smaller compared to running mm-hmm. on the road. And you no need to worry about the car behind you or in front of you. Oh. You no need to worry about the haze or the rain or thunderstorm, whatever weather, <laughs> because it's indoor. And you no need worry, to worry about all the crime, like people might run behind you to, to rob you or whatever. So it's very, very safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all on your own. And especially if you're staying in the condo, you've got guard. So it's like, Everything is there, and it's twenty four seven, and it's free. I'm I'm just wondering, right? When you <laughs> yeah. when, when you when you train in like a normal scenario, right? Yeah, yeah. Won't the staircase be like extremely dusty? Oh, like? <laughs> uh, actually, no. Uh, to be to oh, be really? honest, the staircase. Uh, some of the condo staircase, they are there's some open space Minty. in between. They they have mm-hmm. open space in between, so the air is actually uh, like is is recycled. The air is being recycled, mm-hmm. so it's quite good. The ventilation is good. And then some stairs, mm-hmm. although they are they are quite they are all closed, but then you can open. There's a window to open up, so the air is actually still uh, okay. Yeah. Like those in the office building, I I used to train in the Menara <laughs> TM, so the stairs is actually aircon, so nice. Because you can, can sponsor really... you, is it? No, no. Uh, I mean, I wrote in and then I get to train. There. Oh, yeah. You so you basically take a lot of initiatives to be where you are today actually yes mm. i actually i'm the proactive person i actually wrote yeah. a lot a lot of emails and asking this and that uh so then they helped me so i then i would do something to help them in return like to of course yeah to bring the brand up to international mm-hmm. stage things like that for athletes it's it's like you either 
um, beat everyone else and become the number one or you have to beat your own record? Like, how do you cope with that kind of stress? You know, entrance to a staircase is very narrow. Mm. So not, not like everybody can run one shot, like 100 people you flag off, everybody will cram into that, that door. <laughs> yeah. So it's mm. not really safe to do the sport. Therefore, mm. power running sport is a time trial sport, I would say. It's like you're running mm. against yourself and throughout uh, the run, you never know whether you are leading or not. That's the challenge. That's scary. Yeah, that's why you have to constantly put in the effort to fight, to reach to the finishing line, and then you just mm-hmm. KO there. Mm, mm. I, I saw footages of you collapsing on the yeah. floor. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm usually collapsed in the end one because I can push mm. myself to the max and I know how to push that. So you have to really, mm. really fight through the pain. You have to turn on the emergency button like when there's 10th floor to go. So imagine imagine when, you, when you're running up, you, you didn't know, like because you don't know whether you're leading or not leading. So imagine mm. you just slack a bit. You just try to chill a bit, rest a bit. Mm. Then you drop your placing to number 8 already, straight away. Uh, By it. that um, split second. Mm. So, so we, we learn that and then we have to really give the best effort. During the journey, have you ever thought of like, you know, giving up tower running and try something else instead? Mm, yeah, I'm actually quite grateful that I didn't and I am mm-hmm. actually will not give up until I reach my goal. That's one thing. Uh, or, I might change, or, or I might change my goal uh, throughout the journey. So my goal okay. is to be world mm-hmm. number one by end of 2020. But then now it seems impossible because there's no race. Mm-hmm. Okay, another goal is that to have my name into the Guinness World Record book. That's also one of my goals. That will happen very soon. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually going to happen, I believe. I, I also shared that like, I'm approaching you with mm. a friend that runs. So mm. this is a question from her. Okay. Do you run down the stairs after a competition? Uh, we don't. <laughs> we take the lift. <laughs> right. actually I, I want to share with you all also uh, about the sport mm-hmm. to be honest we actually not recommend people to run yes. down the stairs imagine when you run up the whole thing and ah. then you are tired and then you run down you are like you might lose the focus Opening, uh. it's like you still want to run down you might miss one step and then you like pop, 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 fall down so it's like you you actually yeah. re- you, you will fall down just don't guys just just take the leaf okay yeah take the leaf and uh <laughs> try if you want to walk down the stairs yes you can but walk down uh step by step uh mm-hmm. there are some races we actually yeah. walk down the stairs because the leaf is quite slow so we run down because we have to wait a lot of people up there so we have to wait. like <laughs> the eiffel awesome. tower we actually run down so it's actually mm-hmm. quite good also quite fun oh my god for real yeah yeah we i was there and then i took the lift up so like i'm right now i was imagining if that were to be me like how would i feel <laughs> like running down oh my god eiffel tower there there's two options one you can take the lift up one is an- another mm-hmm. way is you pay uh you buy the ticket or and you can walk up the staircase oh my god like they pay me also i won't do that uh. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a it's an open air staircase so it's quite cool there you can see the view yeah mm. you can see the view i got a video of uh, walking up the stairs Throughout my com- the conversation with Wai Ching, right, I've mm. learned two main things. Mm. One is to be really committed to what you're doing. Like what yeah. he said, right? During yeah. from 6, you kind of gave up your... Not gave up, but you prioritize your sports and everything above all with yeah. like the vision, with the trust that that will land you to where you are. Yeah. And I think that's so courageous because 
that wouldn't seem like a rational choice to do for yeah. like a normal form six people, right? Because yeah. they want to land a good uni with their results. So yeah, I actually put in a lot of effort on all this. Uh, I have a strong belief. I would say I'm a strong self belief person. When I believe mm-hmm. that I can do something, I will really throw everything in to make it success. I would want to have that kind of fate with my podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, Tapao Podcast will be one of the most famous podcasts in the world. Who knows? Hopefully one day. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> you can. You have to. I mean, I when I set all this goal, I will actually plan mm-hmm. it. I actually write a three years plan and then what I'm going to do mm-hmm. step by oh, step. Oh, I do that as well. <laughs> yeah, so you have your own milestone to hit and then only you can mm-hmm you can motivate yourself to go even further. You know yourself quite well. I think that's very important no matter which area you're specializing in. When you want to Mm. do something, you have to really fully understand the the, the thing that you want to achieve. And then you have to know how to do it. You have to really, really study about it, read about it. I actually went through on the internet to search how to train for towering sport, things like that. I actually do a lot of research, but there's none actually, (laughs) not many. I was thinking right, you, you should you should start out with something like that because yeah. it's like a new raising sports, right? So I I think there will be plenty of people that are trying yeah. to, you know, search for more information. Yeah, so. I will actually have yeah. a have a goal also to want to pursue master and uh PhD mm. on, on and do research about tower running sport. A lot of like I see a lot of national athletes, they actually lost lost their direction when this mm-hmm. COVID nineteen pandemic strike all of us. So because all the tournament got cancelled and then they just lack motivation and then they don't train and then they just gain weight and then they are like give up. They actually depend on the price money from the competition. So mm-hmm. imagine all the races got cancelled, then how, how are they going to survive? I mean, I got sponsors sponsor me. I'm actually quite grateful for that. Therefore, yeah. I want to come up with something to make them proud, like to promote for them as well. Mm-hmm. Even though during this pandemic time, I can still do a Guinness World Record. I can still do Malaysia World Record or I can do any other thing. Then I can I can expose I can build the exposure for them. Just make yeah. the best out of the situation that you're yeah. in, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I learned a, a new value from this COVID nineteen pandemic is that, uh, it's not like before you can plan everything. You plan your trip, travel to this place and compete. Then you continue to fly to the next place mm-hmm. and compete. So, but now it's different thing. You you cannot pre plan at all. I learned that I have to re- react fast, respond fast, and make full use of what's next what is a trending what's on trending so what can you do that's the same for me because like what you mentioned you are a very goal-oriented person right so mm. like i will like plan everything ahead and then yeah. when something's out of my control right, i get like so damn stressed yes so like with with the pandemic you really can't plan because you don't know what will happen next right? yeah the ability to be able to com- to be comfortable with ambiguity is something that i've learned throughout this pandemic as well yeah yeah everybody mm. learned that so you have to be ready with what you have and also mm. i'm quite grateful that like i share with you all a good news that i managed to secure my next year sponsorship so consider myself <gasps> next year i actually survived the next year <laughs> so oh, i like that oh yeah i would like God. to yeah i would like I would like to thank TMB as well, so they still believe in me on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, share with us about like you know the big thing that's happening in November. Okay, in November I will be aiming for I mean officially attempt a Guinness World Record, or uh, maybe two, mm-hmm. maybe two record. And, really two. Yeah, and supposedly in October I'm actually uh 10 October, I'm actually targeting to achieve three Malaysia World Record. Yeah. So if you would like to follow Wai Ching's on his journey, very exciting things will happen soon. Share yeah. with us how can we stay connected with you. 
Yeah, so you can uh, follow me on my Instagram, uh, Malaysia Tower Runner. So I, my username is Mas Tower Runner. M A S T O W E R R U N N E R. All com- combined together, no space. And then my Facebook page is Saw Wai Ching S O H W A I C H with a space S O H space W A I space C H I N G. Uh, and then a uh, dash athlete. Yeah. Yep. So if you are interested in venturing into tower running, please approach Waiching and also go to Malaysia Tower Running Association's page to know more about them. Thank you yeah. so much, Waiching. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Dabao Podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's content. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button and stream all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Are you interested in becoming a part of the podcast? Drop me a DM on Instagram at jaida underscore ow. Stay healthy, stay safe. I'm Jada Al from the Dabao Podcast and I'll talk to you in the next episode.